Hey friends, welcome back to the Love and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Faleta, and I'm so glad you're tuning into these candid conversations about love, sex, dating, singleness, and marriage. For those of you who don't know me or are tuning in for the first time, I'm a licensed professional counselor and author specializing in relationship issues. I also run the relationship advice blog, truelovedates.com, reaching millions of people with the message that healthy people make healthy relationships. If you've tuned into the podcast before, you know it's a hotline style show, meaning people call in or write in with their relationship questions, and I answer them on this show in short, practical, bite-sized answers. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, send it via email or voice memo to deborah at truelovedates.com or check out my podcast page, truelovedates.com slash love and relationships, and I'll do my best to get it answered on one of the episodes. So let's get started. My name is Danielle Newman. I am from a small town in Southern Illinois. And my question is, would you recommend going back into a relationship with the guy that you have previously dated? I was talking to a young man recently who'd been in an on-again, off-again relationship. We're taking a break in our relationship right now, he told me, and he said they were trying to see if that break would help them figure things out. He was really confused and just kind of struggling. You know, this relationship that he'd been in had been hanging on for quite some time now, and it was starting to affect every part of his life, you know? Like when you've been in a relationship for a while, it really starts to impact and rub up against every other part of your life. So the thought of ending it and starting all over again made him panic, you know? So he wasn't sure if they should keep trying to make things work or if it was just fear that was keeping him holding on to this relationship. So instead of making a choice of moving forward or taking a step back and being done with the relationship, he decided that they were just going to take a break, you know, sort through some things, try to figure it out and pick back up another time. And this young man's situation is similar to today's question. Um, Whether you've been dating somebody for just a few months or you dated them for a year or two, you end up taking a break in the relationship. The question is, should you restart that relationship with that same person? I often get asked my opinion about taking a break in a relationship, especially for couples who are in a dating relationship. That's what we're talking about here specifically. And is it worth it to take a break? Can it be productive to take a break? Do I recommend it for people who are trying to figure things out? And here's the thing, guys. If you know me, you know that I am not a fan of cookie cutter answers because You can't apply the same formulas to every single relationship, right? But there are some um, overlying general principles. And generally speaking, I'm not a huge fan of the break unless it's done in a really, really deliberate way. Here's why. I think sometimes people use the word break to mask the reality of ongoing negative behaviors 
or unhealthy patterns of interaction in their relationships. So they're like, yeah, we're taking a break, but really what they're saying is there's some junk going on in this relationship and we're having a hard time working through it. And so we're going to take some time off. But if you're watching a movie, okay, just imagine with me, you're watching a movie, you press pause on the movie and you walk away for an hour or two or even five years and you come back and you press play, guess what? The ending of the movie is going to be the same. And I think sometimes we do that to relationships. We take a break. We're hitting the pause button on this relationship. We walk away from it for a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. And we think that when we come back, it's going to somehow magically change the outcome of the relationship. But that's not how it works, you know? You have to actually change the movie if you want to see something different. Just hitting the pause button for a couple days or a couple weeks or a couple months isn't going to magically change the outcome of the movie. It's always going to end the same. So I see relationships in the same way. When you're taking a break, you're essentially prolonging the inevitable and wasting some seriously precious time. If you are just taking a break without doing anything, you're just pressing the pause button, you're just prolonging the inevitable, you know? And for me personally, I think the thing I regret the most about past relationships that didn't work out is this one thing. You know, I could have been doing so many important things. I could have been investing in myself. I could have been dealing with my baggage. I could have been working on communication, learning about relationships in that in-between time. Instead, I spent some valuable time just waiting, just waiting around as if this time passing was going to be what healed the relationship. But time alone doesn't bring healing. It never does and it never will. Simply waiting around doesn't bring change. Why would it, you know? What changes when you decide that you're taking a break in a relationship? Usually nothing, because it's not the break that makes the difference in the relationship. It's the commitment to change and growth. Without that commitment to change and growth, taking a break, like I said, is just prolonging the inevitable or prolonging what you know needs to happen. And that was exactly the case for this young man I talked about earlier, you know? He eventually, four years of this roller coaster, four years of this roller coaster ride of his on again, off again relationship, and nothing had changed in the interim. They took breaks, but nothing ever changed. They never worked on themselves. They never worked on their healing. They never worked on their communication. They never worked on their conflict. And finally, he decided it was time to move on. But four years, right? Four years of his life. Friends, I just want to take a minute here to ask you a quick question. What is the first thing you do when you wake up or before you go to bed? For most of us, the unfortunate answer is we pick up our phone and scroll through social media. But what if there was a way to get more of God's word into our hearts and minds at the beginning and end of each day? I'm excited to tell you about an app that I've been using at the end of each day called Abide. 
Abide is the number one Christian meditation app, and it's an incredible way to get God's truth into your life. Meditation is proven to be one of the most powerful ways to relax, and to pair it with God's Word makes it so much more meaningful. John and I were listening to the meditations together the other night, and the mix of music plus scripture plus solid teaching was the perfect way to relax at the end of the day. There's meditations for every topic, from reducing anxiety, to dealing with loneliness, to addiction and recovery and forgiveness, and everything in between. There's even meditations for children. I love it so much, I can't even tell you. So guys, I really encourage you to go check out the app today at abide.co slash love. And when you love it, because I know you will... For a limited time, my listeners get 25% off of a premium subscription. Trust me, it's affordable and totally worth the investment. So go to abide.co, that's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash love. You're going to love it. One difference that I noticed with the relationship that I had with the man that I now call my sweet husband, we never really needed a break, you know? And I'm not saying that's the case for every single human on earth. I know of couples who have taken a break and got back together. And during that break, they did heal and they did grow and they did change. And when they got back together, it was a new movie. It was a new relationship. Something had changed. But 90% of cases, that's not what happens. In 90% of cases, people don't change and they just go back and hit the pause button for a while and then come back to the same old thing. But one thing I noticed that was really unique with my relationship with my husband is that we weren't perfect, but we were able to face things together. You know, when conflict came up, we were able to work through it in a healthy way. When we felt misunderstood, we communicated better. You know, we changed. When one of us felt hurt, the other apologized and listened and acknowledged, and we worked to change. It's these patterns that kept our relationship growing and changing and moving toward healing without having to press pause. Like when an issue came up, we worked on it together and we allowed that issue to to bring out our junk, to bring out our sins and our struggles. And then we said, okay, how can we change this? What do we need to do as we move forward? So What patterns are you seeing in this relationship that you took a break from? This person that you took a break from, you know? Healthy relationships lack drama. And I don't think dating should be so stinking complicated where there are just dozens and dozens and dozens of things coming up every single month that you have to deal with, you know? I understand that you're going to hit bumps in the road of dating, you know? I know some couples who are currently married who did take a break in their relationship. But like I said, breaks have to be done well and they have to be done with intention. If you feel like you're stuck in your dating relationship right now and you're contemplating whether or not to take a break in the relationship, then I want you to tune in to next week's episode where we're going to talk about some guidelines about how to make sure that the break that you're taking in dating is actually productive instead of just prolonging the inevitable. We'll see you in part two.
Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. It was so fun to chat with you about love and relationships. No matter what your relationship status, if you're looking to go deeper with healthy relationships, I invite you to check out my books, True Love Dates, Choosing Marriage, or my brand new book, Love in Every Season. You can find out more information about those, as well as hundreds of articles and in-depth courses over at my blog, truelovedates.com. I love connecting with you, so please find me on Facebook or Instagram at truelovedates and give me a shout out. If you have a love and relationship question on your mind, reach out to me at truelovedates.com slash love and relationships. If you're loving what you're hearing on this show, be sure to subscribe and leave us your five-star review because it makes all the difference in getting the word out. I'm Deborah Faleta, and it was so great being together again today, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Take care. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.